0: If you haven't seen the last episode of Cloudy Thoughts, we were talking about how I didn't move in with my parents until 5th grade. So I lived with my grandparents in Taiwan uh, since I was born to 5th grade and in 5th grade that's when I moved in with my parents. Oh, where were your parents before that, Jason? My parents visited um to eat dinner with us at my grandma's house every night. And uh, sometimes my dad would travel, and I think so does my mom. I don't know a lot because they were there. But last episode, I talked about mostly how it is like living with my grandma. And now this episode, I'm going to tell you how it is like to live with my biological parents. So my mother, who had sex with my father, but... Huh. They did it with their private parts. And then I came out. Wah. And here I am, everybody. Jason Chetty ended in the flesh When since he was a baby, but now he's not. He's a grown adult now. Thank you so much for looking at my face. Living with my parents was, uh. so I don't, there wasn't like a clear thing where they're like, hey, we're going to move in now. There wasn't like, hey, today, let's just move in. It was kind of like, oh, you know, we're going to move in, come back in soon. I think it was that. I don't know. I I just made that up. But I don't really know how I got to move back. But I guess one timeline of my life, they're just like, hey, come move back. And then I'm moving back and I just want to describe to you my room then. My room is I, I first of all is the lights. The lights, every time you turn it on, is the same light light, but it's a different it has two different light bulbs on the light. So every time you turn on, like if you turn off and turn on, it will be dim light. And then you turn off, turn on, it will be a little bright light. And you turn on, turn off, it will be bright light with like an orange light in the middle and then you turn turn off turn on it will be an orange light just the orange light (laughs) and if you turn off turn on again it will be like dim orange light so i hated that light because sometimes you turn off turn on don't mean no light because i don't know why they made it so complicated you turn off turn on no light so you're just trying to sometimes you need a bright light so you got to stand there and go for like 10 minutes and go, <sighs> all right, well, time to get to work now after 10 minutes of trying to turn on the lights. Uh, and my bed, it was actually a really nice bed. It was a, I think it was a twin. It's the smallest bed, but it was a comfortable bed. It was like maybe three inches, but there was like these stairs, wooden stairs, to the um, to the top of the bed, but under it, it was my mother's closet. So my bed was on top of my mother's closet, which is cool. But on top, I they always they put like a fence, like a plastic fence, on my bed so I don't accidentally roll and then die when i sleep or break my neck on top of my mother's closet um so every day i remember this is how my dad will wake me up he will come in and he would do this this is this is how my father wakes me up he comes into the room he turns on the light he goes five clicks the brightest light it goes right and then he goes like this he puts his hand around his mouth right like he's a he's on top of a mountain trying to yell for help right and he goes like this time to wake up jason and then he would do that every time and then he'll be like this and i will sit up i will sit up And then I'll be groggy and I'll look at him and then he will see me and then I will look at him and then go like this. And then he will look at me doing like this and then he will do it again. He will go, he will look at me in the eye and go, are you up? Yeah, I'm up. Thank you. Like, why do you got to do this? Why do you got to do this to me? This is how my mother wakes me up. This is how my mother wakes me up. Cuz I'm a light sleeper and that I'm a really easily wake up person and both both of my parents know this. This is how my mom wakes me up. She comes to the bed and she goes "Biff cuz it's a it's a routine. So I'm my I'm kind of already up before they even come. So my mom just passes my room, she peeks her head in and go, "Jason time to wake up." That's it. She doesn't check to see if I'm up cuz I'm up. You I got to go to school, man. You think you think I'm out here just like not today. Not today. They come beat your ass not today. My my dad will come with a cane not today. If I'm late the teachers will cane me not today. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be there on time for sure. Um so just want to let you know a little dynamic. Uh, first thing in the morning, all right. I never knew how to brush my teeth. They just go brush your teeth, and I go, okay, done. How to do it? There's no YouTube back then, so you just go. Ha, I guess you just put it in and um, touch touch the fr- fr- frizzles of the. Of the plastic around my mouth, just touch them with your teeth a little bit. How long? Ah, just a little bit. Do you taste the toothpaste? <sighs> you did it. So you put the tooth as much toothpaste as you can. That's why they put so much toothpaste on the thing because you put it in your mouth, you swirl it around, you go. Ah, my mouth feels minty. That must be it. How long was that? Ten seconds. Yep, I did it. I brushed it. Look at my teeth right now. I don't know if you can see, but if you see the silver, that's from about sixth grade or even younger, fifth grade. And if you're like, oh, well, some other ones doesn't have silver on it, they're fake. They're nude colored fillings, but all my teeth are 99% fillings. Just want to let you know that. Um I never flossed until I was in co- college or high school. It was senior in high school is when I first flossed. Cause I I it has to do with Invisalign. And they go, You have to floss or else your teeth will fall off of your mouth. And I go, Yep, yeah, I'm gonna floss. Uh so I'll brush my teeth and stuff. And then we would drive to school. We live maybe about twenty to thirty minutes away from my school, and I would be in a car. And uh, every morning, my parents will let me off of this sandwich shop. It cost uh, twenty five cents per sandwich. Delicious sandwich. They have four choices: ham, meat uh v- vegetarian, which is pickles, and the other one is eggs. did I say eggs? Yeah, so those are the four choices that you have, May or may. They're in a little triangle cuss off sandwich, delicious, first day delicious, second day delicious, a month later, delicious, two years later, delicious. I ate that same sandwich. For 13 years straight I am the sandwich I am the ingredients I am the bread I am the flour my tongue is made out of the same meat as the sandwich I am sandwich every day they go this is your stop and then I just eat the same sandwich like a good boy uh i remember that no i'm just kidding sometimes my dad will mix in like buy like a rice ball which is so good rice ball with a little bit of cilantro with a little meat floss if you don't know what that is look it up it's not disgusting it's actually so delicious and with a little fried um, fried bread in the middle and a little bit of ground ground beef and they roll it in sticky rice it's like a burrito. Oh, so good with uh, with some soy milk. But soy milk, it's like fresh ground soy milk. They make fresh every single day. You could get it in cold or hot. Delicious. I'll get that, go to school. Every school, I had about 50 kids in one class. Um, every day, we'll have our chair flipped on top of the table. Every kid will mop the floor all together, fifty kids, so it goes really fast. We clean the classroom together first thing, and then we sing Pledge of Allegiance and uh and then we bow when the teacher walks in. We put the table down and that's how we get the day started. Every every kid is facing forward with wooden tables. If you don't know this, if you're Asian, you know what it's like. If you don't, I try to paint a picture and every kid is it's two per table. Per, you know, so it's two wooden chairs, one wooden table, and it's two like that. And in the beginning of the school year, I would always be a good student because, you know, I'm still getting my footings. After the first grade, like two months in, I started to. I never got good grades. I know I have a face that looks like I got good grades, but I really, I have terrible grades. I don't know why. I just never good at academics. I just never am. Um, I would oh, I, I would always mess around with kids. Like, I always talk to them. Like, there's always a couple, you know, troublemaker kids, and I would always, like, talk to them and, like, get, punished by sending being sent to the back of the class and the teacher was will make you like hold your hand out with he- books on your arms and then will can you if you lower your arms like this but you do it and then can you do it like oh, oh, oh. and then you put it back again <clears throat> i'm not exaggerating i did that every single day every because every time ta- every day the teachers come into your class right that's how the system works. So, for example, if there's eight subjects, you stay in the same class and the teacher rotates. So every day they come in and I would either – and there is a like a journal booklet that the teachers and the parents will communicate with. So they will tell you – you will write down what the homework is today and all this and how, how – like what we did, like our test results. And uh, the teacher will write in, oh, he got you know terrible grades, or he act up in class. And the, every day, the parents will have to sign the booklet to say that they read it, right? So every day, this is how the teachers and the parents communicate. Every and if you're bad, they write it in red, like the teachers will write it in red. Every day, I have something red in the booklet. Every day. So just keep keep that in mind. A classes, I'm fucking up. At the very minimum, five classes per day. Either I missed the homework or I failed the test or I talked in class. So those are three things I got to do eight times a day that I, I I have to turn in all the homework, can fail the test, and can act up in class. But there's eight classes. So I could maybe hold it in one class or two class. There's, it's impossible to do eight classes when you're me Cloudy thoughts, baby. Cloudy thoughts can't just be sitting there and learning all day. So eight class is too much, is the thing. So I some dude and every class there's homework and test. So it's like at the end, I literally would just give it up. I just don't take all a test. They're like, alright, test today. Everybody's like, oh, I'm like, yay, because I just write my name. I turn it in, and the teacher goes, Well, how can you do this? And I go, what do you mean how can you do this? How can you have four eyes? You four eyes? Like that. Or I go, they go, how can you do this? I'll go, how can you have the hair that looks like a broom in class? And then they go, get out of my class. I was like, thought you never ask. And then I'll get out of class, and they'll kick me out, and I'll just stay out of class. And that's one class. That's one period. Now I got seven more to go, baby. And then sometimes, you know, I'll mess around and they'll t- they'll punish me by, uh, you know, cane. But they can only cane so much. They're tired. They cane people all day, so they cane me again. And then, so they just kick me out of class usually, or they'll kick me and like a couple of my friends out because we're talking too loud or we're just messing around. And by the way, I'm not proud of this. I wish I wasn't like that, but. You know, I just was, I'm not, I wasn't fit in the system. Um, I, I, I just like to goof around. I just like to goof around. I was a troubled. Was I troubled or was I just having a good time? What's life about? Is life about having a good time or is life about, yeah, one plus one is three. Oh no, it's two. What's life about? You know, and the buses, the, the school buses that is very different than the regular um, North American buses. The school bus in Asia is imagine like a small van or a bigger size van. Or in Taiwan, how I grew up, I can only speak for my experience. Because somebody like, oh, that's not how Asia is. How I grew up then, all right? It's like a maybe a bigger van than a regular size van, and they would be like 25 kids in that van. So one kid will go all the way to the end, and the second kid will put his knee in between my legs, and then the in one knee in between my legs and another knee to stack it as, uh, as space-efficient as possible. But I loved it because it's just so... Like fun. It's like we're all so close to each other. We'll goof around. And sometimes kids will fight. And we just hammer fisting each other in the face. do oh, fuck you. And they'll be like, fuck you. And you're like, oh, and like and fuck you. Like that. And then it, <laughs> it's just a bunch of kids go, oh, fuck you. Okay, pass it down. And just, you know. Uh, that was a great time. That was a bus. So, you, you know. And then they let kids off. That was the bus. And um, I loved it. I loved it. I, and the thing is it was really tiring too but i you don't really have time to think oh is school life stressful because the school in asia is from 7am to 7pm okay sorry like 3 to 5 i forgot what it was but most kids take after after school programs like i did so 7 to 7 so by you know 6 7 o'clock you go home And we will go to my grandma's house. We will eat, and this is when I moved to my parents in fifth grade. After you eat, you, um, seven thirty or whatever, you chill a little bit, and then my parents will drive me back home to their home. Um, so by then it'll be like eight or whatever. It's time, you know, wash up, go to sleep, and we do it again. Uh. What I don't like is this, is every time I'll have a red thing in my booklet that the parents and the teachers would communicate with, my parents got to punish me again. So I'm getting punished all day, every day, literally. Every day I have a red thing and on my way home from the bus, I'm just like, yo, this is every day, every day they're going to get mad. Every day I go home is a terrible feeling. Cause every day is like they're gonna see it and go, Yep, all right. Cane time. Time to cane my son. All right. Uh time to do homework. Yeah, don't forget that we still got homework to do, you know? Um Yeah, so we would do that. I you know what I hated? I hated that. Sometimes, like I'll act up in class and the teachers would write something in the booklet. And my parents would, um, my dad would stay up and make me write like a sorry summary of why I'm so sorry and how I could improve on top of homework. And then we'll go to like 12, 1 o'clock. And for like – I feel like for like a third, fourth, fifth grader, that's like really late because you wake up at 6, you know. And so my when my dad would do that, I'm, I know he's under a lot of stress too and he probably didn't mean – I mean it must be frustrating for a guy who works really hard, try to provide for his family, barely get to see his family and come home to his son like, why are you fucking up in class? you know so he's just trying to do his best but really it's like yeah but nobody's teaching me how to do it properly and all my so in asia there isn't like many systems like people don't care about oh how your child is it's really just one system nobody cares just follow the system do well in in academics go to college be the top 5% so that you could do life at top 5% so there's no choice but to be the best of the best in such a competitive and overpopulated area in big cities. I mean, um, so, you know, he just doing his best too. But what he would do is, is like, you know, we don't really communicate, but he just like, yo, why? And then he will cane me after he canes me, he will go to the, uh, the living room and watch TV and just angry. And you hate, like, you know, I think as kids is never that you, when you get beat up, um, is that's not, that's not the most messed up thing is the you get beat up. It's like how you feel around the house is just this energy of like you can't go anywhere and you just got fucked up and you got to stay in that energy and I'm angry at you every day and this is your life. So you're just, like, there, and you're just like, yo, I don't even know, and I, I guess I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, you don't even feel those emotions that you're sorry. You just, like, I guess this is what you do. So you're not, like, kids, I don't think kids cry. I, I, I barely cried when I was a kid, when you get punished, when you get caned, because it's just normal. Like, people feel sympathy, but it's like most of the trouble... Like kids who are naughty or even great students, they get cane too. Is the thing their parents would probably fuck them up even more if they get get uh, got. They didn't keep their number one status, so it's just normal. So you don't feel sad. So when people get sympathies, like don't be sad. Like that's just the norm. That was the times, you know. Uh, so yeah, so you get cane and all that stuff, and then it's just the energy is no good. But I know my dad had good intentions because he just want me to do the best that he can because he came up in not you know nobody came up rich in especially the 50s 40s you know 60s 70s you know nobody really came up everybody would just there was war you know and all that shit so him coming up uh, after a generation at the tail end of war you know he was just uh he was just trying to teach me how to survive like and stay strong you know and stay hungry and stay aggressive That was just his thing, and I I appreciate that. Uh, But it still affected me in a different way. Um, So I don't resent them. I thank them for what the tools that they gave me, but I'm just saying the emotional part was still there. I still felt stuff, and this is what I went through. It's just that type of energy. But I know they're doing their best still. Uh, But my dad, I have to say that he always wanted to take me out uh like every other weekend to swim and after swimming still he would be like do eight laps today he just wanted me to be the best and be all, well-rounded in that way where you know everything he does he shows me so i could do it the best too eight rounds and i remember um laps i mean and then i remember i would cheat all the time because i don't want to do eight laps some days i'm tired i do six laps and then I'll be like, okay, let's go. And then he will go and he will always try to show by example of him going fast. And I'll get out the pool and then walk to the end of the pool and then jump back in. And I'll do that a couple laps just to be like, oh, that was, man, that was a good late laps, huh? <laughs> but, but really, I like walk like three laps, you know. Um, but after the pool times, he would uh, get me Snacks. I remember I, I could pick one snack, like a chocolate thing or like a chips thing. That's really nice. Or he would give me like a dollar, which is like, you know, three quarters or whatever back then. And then I get to play like video games at this uh, pool, ne- within this like pool area arcade. Like there's like a couple of games. And, and I thought that was really fun. And um, but a lot of the times, even when he take me out, try to have a good time he would always turn the time into, like, a lecture opportunity. Like, seven, eight out of ten times. It was never just, he's like a time bomb, as my mom would describe it. But he was doing, he was fighting a business war he was doing he was doing his work too he was getting screwed over probably in his work and trying to do the best and fighting for his family so i get it so it's like it's hard to go from that to like back to family life and car- compartmentalize you know especially he he didn't know really know how to communicate he didn't take a lesson on he didn't have time or the energy to take a lesson on how to communicate or teach children and so he had to like do uh, those things. Uh, he had to compartmentalize. No, he doesn't know how to do th- those things, and he didn't have time to do it. So, um, yeah. So that. But his intentions was good. His intentions was to make me, you know, a, a a strong person, and I'm really thankful for that. There is love in there, and I really appreciate it. Uh, but that's kind of vaguely. I will speak more on my mom maybe on the next one or later down the episodes, but that is how I transitioned and how, what is the day to day like um, it, with my parents, kind of. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in to another episode to listen to how my life was like, and maybe you could find some of the things. If you made it this far, I am so grateful and so appreciative of you for listening to my. Life story, and maybe because some on some episodes, if I learn some stuff, I want to share with you because those are my learning lessons. And I'm not Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, or any of the motivational speakers. I just want to let you know how, what I learned from myself and to better myself. So maybe you could take some of those things. But if not, that's okay too. If you just find this, uh, you know, my nasally goofy thoughts therapeutic, I appreciate that too. Whatever. You do. I'm, I appreciate. Uh, th- so thank you so much for to tune in another episode of Calmly Thoughts. Thank you. Till next time. Uh.